0: Good morning, Boker Tov. Afrelich and Shushan Purim. Please help yourself to some coffee and donuts and Advil. And uh, wishing everyone Freilich and Shushan Purim. Ten Minutes of Meaning is sponsored anonymously. Zech Alter Shlomo Ben Pinchas. We remain very grateful. This morning is also sponsored by the Srulewitz family on the Yerat side of Yisrael Ben Baruch. So Neshama should have an Aliyah. And lastly, our global campaign continues. We're about 55% there. If you've not yet contributed, we greatly, greatly appreciate NamBRS members who benefit and enjoy the content we provide to help contribute and enable us to continue to spread it. We are on the twenty-second chapter of Mishael Susharim the Ramchal. He's been talking to us about the Mida of Anava, the character trait of humility and of modesty. We begin by talking about it bimachshava. How do we think of ourselves? How what is our posture? What is our self-perception? What is the way we relate to ourselves? Do we think that we're all that? Are we competing with the Almighty who is in control, who's managing this world? Or do we submit and we surrender? Do we recognize that we take initiative and we do our part, but ultimately it's His world? And then the Ramchal moved over from the world of Machshava to the world of Mysa, to the world of action. It's not enough to be humble inside, to be humble internally, but a person has to be humble in their practice, in their conduct, in their behavior. And the first way that's measured, he said, is Bidiburo in the way we speak, in the way we speak. To speak benachas. tivre chachamam benachas nishma'im. That the words of chachamim, Shlomo Malkh teaches in Kohelas, are heard when they are relayed, when they are transmitted benachas. Nobody ever was yelled at or screamed at or threatened or spoken to condescendingly and said, you know, I've got a point. I really should make some radical changes in my life. People are open to growth. They're open to influence. They're open to... A message resonating when it's communicated to them, benachas, gently and sweetly. What's interesting, the uh, Mashkiach Rav Dan Segel points out it doesn't say, Divrechachamim benachas ne-em-arem. It doesn't say that the righteous or scholars know how to communicate benachas. It says, benachas nishmaim. You have to know not only what you're saying, you have to know how it will be received, how it will be heard. <laughs> Shlomo HaMalach said this many years ago, but a person has to have a sensitivity that if what you're going to say, even if you think you're saying it sweetly and gently and kindly, but it's going to trigger in the other person, it's going to hurt the other person. The other person, because of their own background and history and filter through which they're hearing you, is going to take offense or it's going to cause injury or pain. Not only should it be said with sensitivity, but it requires tremendous forethought to anticipate the person you're saying it to. Who are they and how will they hear it? And how can it be said in such a way which will not only zed benachas ne'emarim, benachas nishma'im. The person has to be very careful how we speak. Number two, behalichoso. So the first behavior of humility or modesty is in our speech. Don't ever raise your voice. The Ramban in the letter to his son emphasizes this. The worst mida is kas. The worst midah, the worst character trait that doesn't belong in any measure is anger. Never indulge anger. Never lose your cool. Never be in a fit of rage. Never, never get angry. Never raise your voice. What's the best way to avoid anger? He says, person. Transform, yourself. Transform yourself to be the type of person who always speaks benachas. If you never raise your voice, if you speak gently and kindly and sweetly, you could be upset, you could be hurt, you could be passionate, enthusiastic, but if one trains and conditions themselves to always speak benachas, then you'll find you'll never lose your cool. You'll never fly off the handle, you'll never get angry, and you'll actually have a much greater influence on the people around us that we want to influence. Bahalichas, so the second is the way we carry ourselves in our very physical posture. Amr of Avracha. Who is a person who will go to the world to come? So they answered, one who is humble, one whose knee is lowly, who is bent over when he enters and bent when he leaves. In other words, our very posture speaks so much about what we think of ourselves or how we want others to relate to us. A person can walk around and they need to Suck all the air out of the room. You walk into a room with the chin held high and standing up firm and needing to draw all the attention and all the spotlight and limelight. A person could walk in with their chest out and bravado and think they're all that. And a person could walk humbly. A person could walk humbly looking down. A person could be slightly bent over. I'm not good for your posture, but at least uh, humbly presenting oneself. So Chazal said, you want to be a Ben Olam Habba, don't walk into a room, you think you're all that, you stand up so straight, your chest is out, you're boasting, your chin is high, everybody look at me, everybody listen to me, this whole room has to revolve around me. person should be able to just fit in, just blend in our very posture. I don't know the others here like the hobby of people watching. You're in a public place and you're sitting on a bench, and you just people watch. Just watch the way people walk, watch the posture they bring, the attitude the energy that they're putting off in a room. So what's the energy that we put off in a room? When we walk into a room or walk out of a room, when we're sitting around a table with others, a dinner table or a boardroom table, a business meeting table, what is the posture, what is the, what is the attitude that we are projecting about ourselves? Don't walk erect or walk too formally. Just be normal. Just fit in, just blend in. Just be modest, just be humble. If a person walks arrogantly, if a person walks erect as if you're pressing upon the feet of the divine presence. So first was how we speak. Do you yell, do you scream, do you demand? Do people live in fear? Do they walk around sittering that you're going to lose it on them? Do you know how to communicate gently? sweetly, softly, anticipating how it will be received and how it will be heard. Number two, the posture when we walk. So if you were to watch security footage of yourself, would you recognize yourself? Maybe unintentionally, you don't realize. Usually the people, by the way, who their chest is out the most and they stand the tallest and they demand the most attention, they have the lowest self-esteem, the lowest self-worth. There's something missing, something absent inside themselves that needs to be filled with the attention or the praise or the honor of others. But a person who has a self-worth, a person who has a healthy self-esteem, a person who is only concerned with how Hashem perceives them and their family, is able to not need to draw all the attention and spotlight, can walk humbly into a room. The third, speech and the posture. We carry ourselves, how we walk. And number three is, <laughs> How do you sit? How do you sit? associate with those who conduct themselves in a modest and a humble manner. You don't sit with the people who are ostentatious and boastful and arrogant and egotistical and competing for attention. Who do you run with? Who's your crew? As the young people would say. Who's your crew? Who's your crowd? Who do you hang out with? Who are you competing with? Where do you want to sit? Where do you want to sit? You know, you have people when there's a, a shul dinner, a school dinner, a simcha, a wedding. You have the people who, when you're seating them, you say, oh... They need to sit with, they need to sit near, close to the band, far from the band, near the entrance, far from the entrance. Gonna hear about it, they're gonna be offended. Can you believe where they put me? They're not gonna stay, they're gonna walk right out because the table they were at and where the table was placed and how it happened. Don't be that person, don't be that person. Wherever you're seated, whoever you're with, you should get a thrill out of being with the modest and the humble, whoever you put me with, it's the best. I'll tell you a little secret. If you're making a simcha, don't put me at the rabbi table. I'll know whether you're my friend or you're not my friend by where you put me. I love rabbis. Don't get me wrong. Some of my best friends are rabbis. I love rabbis. I love rabbis, but don't put me at the rabbi table. Spend a lot of time with rabbis. Put me with the amcha. I like the people. Put me with my people. I just want to sit. So you learn a lot. The dais. Where on the dais? Where do you sit on the dais? You speak to the people who run the simchas. They need seven and a half years to figure out how to manage all the people, the dais, off the dais, where on the dais, what's seat on the dais. So that Amchal tells us, don't be that person. Just wherever you want to... Mori of of Shekhtar, I promise, could care less if he's on the dais, probably prefers not to be on the dais, doesn't even notice where he was on the dais. Be a person who just blends in, fits in. What do you need? You're competing, you're going to post it to your status. The world needs to see where you sat, where you were invited what Hanukkah party you attended, just fit in, just sit. We'll end with this. Thank you for the alarm. Don't glorify yourself before a king. In the place of prominent people, don't stand. Better to be told, move upward than to be humiliated before the nobleman, as your own eyes have seen. It's better to start off low and someone says, no, no, come sit forward, come sit more in the forward. Then you try to sit where it says reserved and they say, this isn't for you, what are you doing here? Okay, move to the back, move to the back. Just blend in, just sit, be humble, be mod- I'm not talking about the extra leg room, that you're allowed to. <laughs> but I'm saying in general, just be modest, just blend in, just be humble. So humility, you, be, you think you're so humble in your heart, but the Ramchal's now moved over to the world of Maisa, of action. The test, the demonstration of humility is not what you think in your heart, but it's the reality of how you're perceived by others. If you ask someone, what's that person's brand? How do they speak? Sweet, soft, gentle? Or yell, scream, loudest? Do they monopolize the conversation? How do they walk? When they walk in a room, do you even notice or you didn't notice? They say something, oh, I didn't even realize you were here. Or when they walk in a room, everybody has to know they walked into the room. And the person that you'd sit there over where you gonna seat them? Or no, they're simple, they're easy, they're happy, they're modest. Be the easy, modest person. We'll pick up with next week. eight forty five living with Amuna, a frelchan shushan purim.